Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. And uh, look at the forecast. <laughs> We're okay-ish. And the only reason why I wanted to spend just a quick minute or two on this is the, the wording that Environment Canada used on this. So today we mentioned off the top of the show, it's sunny and almost 20, 17, 18-ish degrees. It's awesome. As we get closer to the long weekend, hold on a sneeze, let it go. I can okay. turn my mic on okay. here. Good, good. <laughs> I just saw that face, the pain of holding a sneeze in. So you, you look to Friday, Saturday-ish, we're six, seven degrees. If you are in the prairies or northwestern Ontario, between 22 inches and 31 inches of snow. Hold on. Oh. Here's, it read like this. Snow is due to hit the region starting Tuesday, April 12th and last well into Thursday for some. Drivers are being warned to stay off the roads at all costs due to dangerous conditions. Travel within communities is be, will become next to impossible. Good Lord. Do not travel. The storm has the potential to be the worst blizzard in decades. Stock up on needed supplies and medications now. When have you heard anything wow, like that? they're actually wow. suggesting people do that. Yes. Be, and we'll get potentially just the tail of it, like the back end. It'll be a bit of a wet and colder weekend, but nothing in comparison to what the other parts of, again, the province and into the prairies. Yikes. Wow. That's, uh, that's um, a biggin', man. That's a biggin'. Ugh. Like, we didn't have anything like that this winter. No, no. Hey, don't jinx it. Don't jinx oh, it. Oh, there's no now way we, we're going to get that now. No, but this is the thing, Jeff. As somebody with a late April birthday, no, <laughs> we're going to get punched in the gut one last time. Precedence has shown. It's very possible. <laughs> yeah. Really, I'm, I'm not worried at all. I think global warming has really helped us out in that oh, regard. Oh, don't rub it in that way either. Come on. We I, feel bad either way now. Yeah. <laughs> If it's, it's cold, like, it sucks. If it's hot, it sucks. <laughs> David Attenborough, the part in that every one of his shows, he makes it feel so good all the time that he's like, but I must let you know, we're all going to die. Yeah. It's like that, that part Suckers. of David Attenborough is yeah. doing the weather now. <laughs> so you've got friends and family in, the, in those areas, again, northern part of the province and uh, into the prairie. I, I'm sure they know, but if not, maybe just a quick little check-in of like, hey, Heads up. Yeah, no Heads up. Including all those retirees living up in Elliott Lake. You got some snow coming. <laughs> Hopefully you still have that extended lawn service. Get Watch your Jeff Bezos. We'll still expect Amazon deliveries, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's the forecast. Uh, it, that's the, it's just the doomiest and gloomiest that I've... I haven't seen words like that put together for a forecast in a couple of years at least. Yeah, it's true. So uh, just taking us back to old times. Nice to reminisce today. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Scientists have made a shocking discovery that could stun the minds of men looking for treatment for erectile dysfunction or the cool word on commercials, ED. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's a tough one, and, and there are various reasons for erectile dysfunction. To the simplest form of you're just caught up in your own head, all the way through to there's medical reasons why you're having some issues. Here's a bit of concern, and this is why they're talking about it, because in America, um, this procedure, it is not approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, Um FDA, like the long list of those governing bodies are like, oh no. And in America, they greenlight a lot of things that we never even consider in Canada. Um, so basically, it's electrothox therapy, uh, shock therapy for your peepers. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. what? Yeah, shockwave therapy uses targeted sound waves to enhance blood flow and keep an erection firm enough for uh, the sexy time. 
So, oh. yeah, this is an alternative to traditional um, treatments, which I, they didn't get into, so I don't know what those would be, whether it's, it's medicine. I mean, the little okay. blue pill w- would help, right? That's one thing. Um, yeah, they have, like, mini paddles, like, <laughs> clear, clear. <laughs> I don't know. It makes sense, though. I mean, like, static electricity, you know, if you have it, your hair stands up. <laughs> kind of like the same science, right? Is it one of those where, like, you got to, you know, jump a battery, you, you click it on, you get it going, oh. and then you got to use the battery right away? Like, do you have to use this right away, or is this sucker fade? Because could you imagine going to get treatment and then getting dressed, hopping in the car to go home <laughs> the whole time when, you know, you've got something to... You lost me at clip-ons. <laughs> <laughs> but they, their worry is now people are making trips to the U.S., notably out of Canada and other parts of the world, to come get this treatment. And they're saying, whoa, 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 we've done some research... Um, this only 25% of all the clinics that are doing the shockwave therapy for your no-no spot, only 25% are actual urologists, the ones that specialize in male reproductive <laughs> organs. <laughs> Lord, some oh. of them are dermatologists, chiropractors, OBGYNs are doing this, and then they found 13% are not even physicians performing this treatment. No, yes. that's terrible. And Don't it- go get black market zapped. Never do no. that. You got to see those little plaques, those little papers mm-hmm. on the wall, and you got to make sure that even those papers are from a legit place. Thank you. You got to do a little more than rate MD before you get things hooked up. And it's not cheap. It's about five hundred bu- bucks a treatment and thirty five hundred bucks for the full course. If you're going and getting your shockwave therapy on Groupon, you're not <laughs> doing it right. So yeah, if this has come up in conversation in in maybe uh, some people it. Alternative medicines, there there have been benefits, and we're not here to debate all those options and, and the herbal side, none of that. But this, again, U.S. Food and Drug Administration, they approved Olestra to put in potato chips. So you could have low-fat potato chips that causes anal leakage. They approved that. They have not approved this for a reason because they're really feeling this doesn't work. Shocking that. There better be no additional leakage in this treatment. Thank you very much. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. Is your kid tougher than you? Or as a child, did you do something way more badass than your parents? I was totally schooled yesterday. Just, uh, what it was, every six months, whatever benefits allow you to go to get your, you know, the teeth cleaning or whatever. Yeah, so yep. take the kiddos, by, get a little teeth clean. And uh, youngest, it's like, ooh. We've got a little, we've got one little baby molar back here that seems to be a little pesky that won't just, it won't come out. But the other one's, the adult tooth is pushing down, but if it can't come down, it's going to go, it's going to go like this or go like that and not go straight where it needs to. So the dentist made the suggestion, like, she's in the chair. We can take it out pretty quick. Before I can even go, well, and you want to check. Yeah, go ahead. What? Yeah, go ahead, she says. Amazing. And without really getting into the, the, okay, let's, you know, let's put some rub cream on it, then the needle, just go. What? Just take it out. I mean, just take it out. Just take it out. <laughs> and then the dentist assured me, oh, it's a baby tooth. There's little to nothing to it. it yeah. You know, so more or less, in, in more of a finesse way, but the easiest way to describe it is, you know, foot on chin and just... <laughs> and there yeah, it is. they just take that tool. They almost like take like a screwdriver and just Me- pop it in. Pretty, pretty much. And I'm just there in shock and I'll, boom, tooth's out in an eighth of a second into a, you know, into a little towel it goes and rinse it off. And I just see her with her tongue like, cool. Like, and that's it. Yeah. The <laughs> coolest, 
she should have had a slicked hair and a leather jacket, honestly. <laughs> and a jukebox to, yeah. to turn it on. Yeah. It's like the fawns or something. It was the weirdest moment that I'd ever seen. And this is the kid that's a bit of a pineapple. It can be, you know, rough and tough on the outside, right, but, you know, right. soft in the middle kind of thing. Oh, it's like, what's a pineapple? I get it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's, she's a spicy pineapple. I, I was in shock. I had, I had nothing to say, which often I have a lot to say. Shock and awe that my she schooled me. I would have never done that, even now as an adult. The contrast is when I was 11. And remember, in, in, in public school, they would take you down to the kitchen and they were doing, like, mass vaccinations. I would have to be held down by parent volunteers so they could jab me in the arm. Yeah. <laughs> and this kid just... Really? Yeah, yeah. just pop, let's get that out. Fine no, now. No, she's smart. That's how you solve a lot of problems in the future. She needs to actually be consistent with that lifestyle because I... You got it. Why would you wait and be anxious about getting that tooth removed at a later time? Get her done now. Rip the Band-Aid off. If you can do that for any moment in life, it's just get her done. Yeah, Get her done. (laughs) There was no Band-Aid. There was stitches. uh, (laughs) No painkiller nerve blocker. Just get it in me. I just, the shock and awe. Man, man. Uh, And then how much does the tooth fairy? Oh, she schooled me. This ended up being a, okay, so they give us the tooth in the Ziploc bag and like, well, this is not like you did no work, kid. Like we had to pay the dentist some money to get that out of your mouth. It wasn't a free of charge move. While Certainly we were not. No, no, no. So the tooth fairy ended up being about eighteen bucks because it was on the way out. I'm like, kiddo, that was impressive. I'm, I'm, dad. Can we get a milkshake? <laughs> yeah, you can get a milkshake, sure. <laughs> so we go get a milkshake, and then we have to stop at the at the pharmacy just to get a few odds and ends. And she comes around the corner with this little ball has all this kids' toys. I can't remember the name of it, dad. Wow. And just gives me the eyes. She just schooled me. She knew she had to. She had to react hard and quick, and did that. And pr- I'm like, I don't want problems with you. She's got life figured out. <laughs> yep, all the right moves. Yeah. She gets it. So yeah, eighteen dollars later, and a tooth that never made the pillow. Never. What was the point? <laughs> <laughs> the transactions had been completed. But man, oh man, schooled. I can't wait because uh, Benny's got one of those in his house too. So oh yeah, oh yeah. Studio is she. Just has a little slightly loose one, and I feel like she's just going to wake up one morning and just go, I'm tired of this. You just flick it at you at the breakfast table. (laughs) Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. The truth. Wouldn't it be great if if we could just be honest with each other? Yes. In all facets, (laughs) from job termination and beyond. So this off of, a friend of a friend got the old, uh, hey, we don't need you anymore. Which is crazy to me, just given the times that we're going through, because you talk to anybody in so many industries, they are, they're dying for help. But all that being said, I, maybe this is based on performance, but the letter was that stock and standard. We were terminating your position, blah, 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 corporate speak, corporate speak, wordy word. If you have any further questions, here's an email address for someone in HR, like the most non-personal letter. Ever. Okay. Would it not be great... If they could be honest and be along the lines of, hey, we're letting you go because well, you make too much money uh, for what we get out of you performance-wise. Yeah, there are, like, laws against that, though. Yeah. In what, telling the truth? No, and firing somebody because they make too much money. <laughs> or what if you he... have to come up... If that's the thing, and it's not... It's certainly not straightforward or Or even or remove that statement of, we're letting you go because your performance isn't there. Very rarely will you get something along those lines. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They like to just fluff it up a little bit and mm-hmm. just make it an easy departure. 
Going in a different direction. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Removing yeah. the position. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what about a dating? Instead of ghosting people, you could just hit them back with a, I don't find you interesting. Good luck in your future dating endeavors. I that feel like that probably better. does happen, doesn't it? Oh, no. Again, in only talking to some of my, you know, a few close pals in circles, like, oh, yuck. Tried that date twice and then ghosted him. What? You couldn't yeah. just hit him back with a little, this isn't working, is some some variation? That's not even dishonesty. That's cowardice. That, ghosting is such an easy jerk move. Like, it's that to me just seems like that's not being dishonest necessarily because you're really showing who yeah. you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that, so is that it, Benny? That even go, Let's go back to the work thing then. Are we cowards? Is that why we don't just hit him with the real facts? Yes. Yeah. Yep, I think for the most part, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 In yep. terms of workplace stuff, 100%. I think a lot of workplaces can't even have managerial conversations anymore. People are losing that aspect. We talked about this on the show a couple weeks ago. I think people just like, people are so worried. And I do think it comes from a, I think for the most part, it comes from a good place. Mm-hmm. And people genuinely don't want to hurt other people's feelings. But we are all, as a society, becoming a little too hurt by the most little things now. Tough conversations are a part of life. Mm -hmm. You got to have them. And it's a muscle that you can actually train. And you'll get more comfortable having tough conversations if you go and have them when you need to. And not my saying, but it's made sense when it finally clicked in my brain that there is a big difference between fact and feelings. And when you combine them together, that's when things get messy. Like, yeah. the fact is you're not good at this. Right. And it, right. there's struggles there. You would think most people realize when they're not good at something or not strong at something. Maybe we're making a change because last week we were talking about constructive criticism in the workplace is appreciated. Yeah, it is. You know, maybe, and it all depends on how exactly you say it, I think. Because there's, there's honest... Is being brutally honest. <laughs> That's a difference too. <laughs> There's yeah. maybe you're having too much fun being this honest. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing too. Just because you can't just say, "Oh, well, I just tell it like it is," and then use it as an excuse. It's almost like method acting. We're just yeah. talking about this. It's not an excuse to be a total jerkwad. Exactly true. Yeah, yeah. You can say it like it is, but you can also, you know, you can still say it in a professional manner, mm-hmm. in a way that is actually constructive to the other person. Even if you, as a person, are very frustrated, you can do it in a way that you're not just unleashing all your emotional damage onto this person. <laughs> so uh, someone sending a note log saying, any uh, employment lawyer will tell you standard practice in Ontario is to let somebody go and just give no reason. As soon as you give a reason, you open yourself up for a lawsuit or even a human rights tribunal to get involved. Not worth it. Huh. Yeah, similarly, wow. just huh. a, a message out of Hamilton from somebody who works in HR. Firing someone with cause needs a lot of prior documentation. You need a paper trail. Oh wow! That's wow. The, like the literally like the three strikes and you're out. But the strike is has to be something that's <laughs> right up worthy, and there's been follow ups and meetings, and yeah, it'd be so much easier. To okay, be like, we don't like you. Get out of here. <laughs> so there, we so we've kind of covered employment. We've sort of covered dating, family. I got a family angle to get to in a, a couple <laughs> in, a, in a couple of minutes. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben, my station. Virgin Radio. Okay, so in the work world, being honest gets you sued. Basically, the summary we've come up with. Another text said, I work in HR. I just want to say from our perspective, we don't give specifics for uh, legal reasons. If you have to look at historical case law, employers have been successfully sued for giving too many details. Trust me, I really have a hard time not saying why they deserve it. (laughs) 
I wonder how new that is because oh. when I worked at a movie theater in Toronto, I was the assistant manager, which means the assistant I did to the regional manager, all the jobs yeah. at part time pay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I was like, I ended up being in charge of firing people, and I was like twenty or twenty one. So, mm. what was your go to? My go-to was like, you screwed up badly and we don't want you here anymore. Like that's, <laughs> I was, I was actually, this was also, I have to admit in the height of like entourage fame. So everybody was trying to be a jerk, like Ari Gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, it, it, they, they had me do it. And I was like, look, you're screwing up too many times. Your till's short. It's, you know, all these things. Here are the reasons we're letting you go. Bye bye. And that was really it. And that was fine. Did it ever come back? No, but they were also like 16. So they probably (laughs) were too terrified to start a lawsuit against me. (laughs) But this is only 15 or 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Ari Gold. Lloyd! Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, so we addressed that. Then the relationships. Ghosting, that's not new. So I don't even know if you can argue that point. I think it's just people, since you're not interested, you don't even want to invest the time of telling someone you're not interested. That's kind of where we're at. Right, yep. Family members. So, for example, could you be like, I don't, I don't want to be part of this situation because you're going to say something stupid that'll make me upset. The fluffy version we offer is, oh, can't make it to dinner tonight because I have to work. Or, ooh, sorry I missed your call. I was in a meeting or with a customer. Truth was, I watched my phone ring for 35 seconds, mm. then I counted to 25, and then I sent you a text back, hey, what's up? Yeah. See, yeah, I tell fair. my parents that stuff. And, oh, really? Oh, yes. 100%. 100%. Uh, I will flat out say, Mom, stop taking pictures of me while I'm chewing with your iPad. I will tell her everything. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, she is the person I got it from. So she did, should expect her spawn to dish it back. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think that goes over fairly well. Uh, it's good to know things. I mm-hmm. also called my own family out at one point when they weren't telling me things. Like, like you know, if somebody was in the hospital over something, I would find out like two months later. I said, if you guys don't start telling me, I will, I will do something. Yeah. I don't know what, because I'm the yeah. weak link here, but mm-hmm. something, and now they tell me things. I wonder what that is. I know, my mom, same thing. There, often there'd be like a, within the family, there'd be a headline of an aunt or uncle, someone, you know, falling ill with a various ailment, and it'd be weeks after the, oh, did you hear? Hi, you're my only mechanism <laughs> to find <laughs> out. Yeah, how would yeah. I know otherwise? Yeah. No, I wasn't on Twitter, so I didn't read it there, nor was it on, on Aunt Eloise's Facebook, so I didn't see that. My concern about being too honest sometimes is I'm a very bad arguer mm-hmm. in that I either lose interest in the argument before it's over <laughs> yeah. with and then I lose or I don't have enough to back up my own argument. Right. So I lose. So I try to avoid arguments. Now, honesty sometimes leads into arguments, yep. you know, yep. and this is workplace, uh, family life, whatever. This could be anything. And so I think, I mean, we've called me Zen Ben many times. I just try to avoid arguments because I'm not very good at them. <laughs> oh. See, I love it. I love a good Oh, we know. Oh, we know. We're aware. Yeah. <laughs> what, you want to talk about how many times? No, no, no. <laughs> no. And he's saying that he doesn't like arguing, and I can think of all the times off air that I have said, wait, wait a second, Betty, no. And then he just <sighs> That's it. That's the end of it. <laughs> you're right, Laura. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. I love this. You've heard the stories of Jared Leto being wildly inappropriate to his co-workers. uh, Because he's so dedicated to method acting. Especially when he was on Suicide Squad. I would say that was probably the worst we've heard of his method acting. 
The worst. Right? Not the only, but the worst for sure. <laughs> not, yeah, 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 exactly. Thank you for phrasing that perfectly, Benny. <laughs> um, so, let's start with Mads Mikkel, uh, Mikkelsen. He said that it is BS. You can take it into insanity. He said, what if it's uh, a bad film? What do you think you've achieved? Am I impressed that you didn't drop character? You should have dropped it from the beginning. How do you prepare for a serial killer? Are you going to spend two years checking it out? I love this. And this is coming off the heels of more, you know, there's a bit of a takedown on Jared Leto right now, and I'm here for it because if you go back and look on how he was, even with when at the height of 30 Seconds to Mars, he has repeatedly flirted with quite 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 young people uh and i'm i'm again i'm here for it also um will poulter slamming method acting as well he said you can't what is the point of it if making an inhospitable environment he said when it comes to an actor's process whatever that is so long as it doesn't infringe on other people's and you're being considerate then fine but if your process creates an inhospitable environment then to me you've lost sight of what's important method method acting shouldn't be used as an excuse for inappropriate behavior and it definitely has been there's been so many stories um like daniel day lewis is one of the most prominent method actors. Oh boy. He said none of the British staff uh, on Lincoln was allowed to speak in their British uh, lilt because he didn't want to wreck his own accent as Abraham Lincoln. What? Um, Jane Campion with Power of the Dog and Benedict Cumberbatch. She introduced Benedict to the whole cast and crew as Phil Burbank, his character, and was like, Benedict is a really nice guy. You're not going to meet him until after the movie, though. Phil, he's awful. And, like, he's awful in the movie. So that just, that kind of gives him license to be a complete turd to everybody on (laughs) the set. Like, it it sounds horrible. That's not a fun working environment. (sighs) Ew. I'm sorry. I just got the ick so bad. Pretentious is the best word for it, I think. It's just nonsense. Oh, that's not a good, it's not the vibe, not a good excuse. Mm-mm. Canceled. Uh, by the way, I can now actually confirm that Britney Spears is pregnant. Why? Because Sam Zagari shared the news on his Instagram yesterday. He said, marriage and kids are a natural part of a strong relationship filled with love and respect. Fatherhood is something I've always looked forward to, and I don't take it lightly. It's the most important job I will ever do. And he shared this photo. Uh, he's kind of like Britney vibes with the with the Instagram. He shared this like random watercolor photo of three lions. Didn't credit the artist at all, but hey, yeah. <laughs> celebrity's going to do that. I uh, would love it if that artist got credit, but what can you do? That's a copyright infringement lawsuit for another day. And don't forget this. Break out your celebrity breakup. Bingo card. For the third time, Billy Ray Cyrus and uh, Tish Cyrus have filed for divorce. Their statement goes, It is after 30 years, five amazing children, and a lifetime of memories, we have decided to go our separate ways. Not with sadness, but with love in our hearts. We've grown up together, raised a family so we that we've been so proud of, and it's now time to create our own paths. Oof. We will always be family and look forward to a continued and loving shared experience as friends and parents. We have not come to this decision lightly or quickly, but with so much going on in the world, we wanted to provide some clarity and closure so we can remain focused on what is important. Uh, tough one. The only tough thing one. they missed was please respect our privacy in this oh. difficult time. Oh, there it uh, is. <laughs> you know what? Normally, that's the end. I honestly was just went, I'll look at it. But anyway, the, do they need privacy for the third time around? Also, I feel like I don't believe them. 
I know they made the statement. I know it's the third time around. I just don't believe them because it's the third time around. Mm, yeah, fair enough. You know? They're such a joint unit. Maybe should they should just be separated and be like, oh, it's it's cuter for we like are single people and then we're like dating, you know? Maybe they should undo the marriage, but they'll still be together. I don't I don't know. They'll figure it out. Third time's a charge. Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Tax deadline. When is it? No idea. Laura, tax deadline. End of April. There you go. Do you know which day? Mm, <laughs> let me look at the calendar and see what... <laughs> I don't know. Probably the 30th. Uh, There it is. But you actually have until May 2nd because the 30th falls on the weekend. The sheer panic. Somewhere, somehow, I got an email by way. So my wife has, she's she's self-employed. So there's the business side. But then all these lists started firing in my inbox of like, hey, Jeff, uh, your taxes are due by Friday. I, I spent three hours just forms, downloading, emailing, following up, just getting everything to discover when I got into work. Oh, you. The rush for nothing. I mean, it's it's ready to go. Great. Awesome. But, oh, like, full-on panic sweat, which, it, again, like, this this can extend into a conversation where my friends Nat and Adam convinced my 15-year-old that if she didn't pay or file her taxes on time for her part-time job that she'd get arrested and she <laughs> bought it for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, but this, as a functional adult, with COVID too, and they, they have moved the dates around over the last couple of years, right, to, to help Ontarians and, and notably Canadians just try to sort all this mess out. But, oh boy. So the deadline from somebody who... Deadlines in high school were, they were fluid yeah. for me, you know? Like, More of a suggestion, right? Mm-hmm. Get there eventually. Yeah. I agree. That's what taxes are. The The deadline is to basically get your return, or if you owe, to get that by a certain time. Yeah, because the clock will start with interest if you owe money. If you owe money. Mm-hmm. If you owe but, money. I mean... <laughs> have I ever hit that deadline? <laughs> no. Has Benny? No. I, think I thought you since- last year. Last year I did. But that's simply because my wife was not working. <laughs> so she was on top of things yeah, a lot right, more. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I think you got your taxes in before me, Benny. But the year before, we were pretty much at a stalemate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. It's... You know what? doesn't freak me out so much. I'm not, I'm not doing anything too shifty. I don't think yeah. I owe money. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. So, right. yeah. Remember how we did the unclaimed checks, though, through it? And, and, and don't forget. Oh, I still have those. Laura. I still have those. Yeah, you, yeah. Had, you had a few hundred dollars well, of unclaimed money from the government. Actually, now that we're thinking of it, yeah. I've been trying to get that unclaimed money for years. Well, a year. But the Canada Revenue Agency has not let me into my account since okay, forever. So that's a phone call. They, mm-hmm. And then they'll, re, then they'll mail you a password and then yeah. you'll get in. And just think well, of all the, the interest t- that is probably added on to what they owe you. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't that, work. That like, no? No, 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 no. You can't intentionally not claim it. Go, hey, you guys are behind on the money that's you owe me. Well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it only worked like that. Yeah, uh, yeah so if you... Uh, for those that don't know, you still have some time. Again, good until May 2nd. Uh, now, businesses, you live in a whole different world, and I won't get into that conversation. Mm-hmm. You better talk to your accountant and not take the, any advice from us. But if you just have that the normal, general, make your submission, hope there's some money coming back your way, you've got uh, you got a little bit of time yet. And if you're like us and you're running a little bit late, we got a text out of Godrich that says, I work for an accountant, and I never make deadlines. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. Samantha joins us on the line. First timer. Samantha, welcome. 
Thank you, thank you. And love having conversations just to get to know people real quick. Like, hey, what's your day look like? Holy busy. So you got a bit of a drive, London, St. Thomas, or whatever that mixture is, dropping kiddos off, dropping the doggo off, because what what do you have planned for tonight? We are going to Toronto to see the least games. And while I, while I asked and foolish just uh, <laughs> me going, oh, your boyfriend, is he's a Leafs fan? Who's a Sabres fan? Really? So all that being said, <laughs> you're going to have a time tonight. It, it's going to be a fun action-packed game. So, hey, let's start it off with a little bit of uh, intensity here. So Laura's got all the questions set for you. Benny's going to depart. He's going to head out of the room. You get three trivia questions first. Ben has no prior knowledge to this. Then he comes back in, same three questions, and the most points out of three wins. All right. All right. Are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? I think so. <laughs> okay, I that's so. okay. You know what? That is the very sure, confident answer. I love to hear that <laughs> question. All right. First question: Who wrote the Bridgerton books? Um. Uh, I think it's a Paul. Um, or Paula. Paula. Um, Quinn? Is that right? Oh, you're half right. You're half right. Can you, so, finish, can you finish that off, or is that all you got? Wait, no, that's a, that's all. Two. That's a guess. That's a guess. Wow. Sorry, got to be firm with that, Ref Jeff. Fair. Uh, her the real name <laughs> is Julia Quinn. Is her pen name Julia Pottinger? Is her her real ah! name? <laughs> Did we just break you? Where'd you go? You there. I'm still here. <laughs> oh, I thought you screamed yourself oh, into another universe crazy. or something. I know you were so close. You were so close. Okay, second question. Let's bring this back. Tallahassee is in what U.S. state? Oh my God, I don't even know this one. Come on, uh, take a guess. Come on. You know this deep down. You know this. Anything? Um, Help um, if I say it like Tallahassee. Florida. Yes. There it is. Really? Yep. That yep. was a total guess. That was a total guess. I did not know that one. Yeah, because by the time it takes you to type out Tallahassee, even half the word in Google, it's going to take you 14 million different ways. <laughs> okay. We've got one on the board. This is good. Final question. True or false? Famous is a Taylor Swift song off her album 1989. Sorry, can you repeat it? There is an echo in my car. Yep. True or false? Famous is a Taylor Swift song off her album 1989. Um, no, false. That is correct. Oh, yeah. Famous is a Kanye West song, not a Tay Tay song or Swan. There you go. <laughs> Two for three. That's uh, that's a good first time play, Samantha. Let's get Benny back. Where is he? I can't even see. Benny. Is he helping people? Sometimes we get mail. Oh, there he is. He's a couple of rooms over. Holy. Yes, baby. Can we done? Can I have your plate? Oh. oh Are you feeding she's, someone? She's got kiddos. She's got oh. Kid. Yeah, there's kiddos. She's got a lot going on. There's kiddos, dog drop off, because she's trying to get to that Leafs game tonight. Oh, wow. Good for you. Can I have that plate? <laughs> okay, hungry. Benny, you're going to have to try to feed Jeff while answering these questions to level this playing field. What do you guys got kicking around in that studio today? Uh, I think Benny you go get last week's carrot cake and just hand feed him while you answer these questions? I got nuts. That's all. I can try it, though. Okay. Samantha scored uh, two out of three possible points, by the way. Okay. All right. I'm killing it this morning. Killing it. Would you like to trash talk Mr. Backstage, Ben? Uh, 
No, I'm not going to. I'm feeling good about it, but I got on the radio. I'm tonight. I got a lot going. I don't know if I trash talk, it'll go my way. So. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, good vibes. First question, Benny. Who wrote the Bridgerton books? William Shakespeare. Incorrect. I have no idea. <laughs> it's, <Yay>! Julia, <laughs> it's Julia Quinn, uh, but her real name is Julia Pottinger. That's a cool thing. I, I, I'm jealous of writers for being able to do that. You get to use a fake name just in case your book flops. And once you get all famous and cool, you're like, oh, it was me. You know? I'm so jealous of that. Okay, not okay. that loud. Uh, second question. Tallahassee is in what U.S. state? Florida. That is correct. Dang it. <laughs> True or false? Famous is a Taylor Swift song off her album 1989. False. That is also correct. Uh, hey, a tie is still a win bad. for us. It's yeah. still a win for us. That's. I did tie. I'm pretty yeah. impressed with myself. Yes. <laughs> I know they have a shootout, but if you went to a game and it was a tie, both teams would be happy. And in this way, Ben's happy and Laura's happy. And, and equally mm-hmm. so are you. So, Samantha, this works out. Two-two tie in backstage, Ben. So the numbers now read uh, 300 and... Are we 304? Did we get that yet? 304, 303. We'll double-check the tapes. We'll check the tapes, mm. yeah. But all that being yeah. said, it's now tie 105. We can we can be accurate That's with that. That's for sure, yes. So tie 105 and beat backstage, Ben. And uh, some tickets for Charlotte Cardin in that upcoming show, May 10th at London Music Hall. Samantha, have fun, safe travels, and uh, please enjoy that game tonight. And hang on, we'll get y'all locked in for those tickets. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. On Amazon, well, it's brought convenience to your life. It's, uh, you know, it's heard other retailers and all of that. Now, some have found a pivot point and, and some now offering even same-day delivery in town. So that's awesome. But Amazon, it's almost like on the daily. They're making headlines. And they're very easily to, to get on just based on the growth and the billions and billions of dollars of wealth they've created for, for Bezos. But how about this? They're actually pausing for a little bit and going, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. We know we sell like everything, but that also means a ton of returns. In 2021, Amazon had a new record of $764 billion worth of merchandise was returned globally, creating an estimated 6.1 billion pound landfill waste. Oh, that's oh my horrible. It's, it makes you, your stomach turn. They have a goal of zero product disposal. So they look free returns. They, I don't know how they do this. They said they want to find a way to make it easier for a return, but to make it that it doesn't end up in a landfill. Now, there are some places that will buy just bags and boxes of Amazon products to return them. And then you'll see them at the like the mystery stores. Yeah, where yeah. You pay 20 bucks, you can grab five packages. Right. So there's that. But there's still a ton of stuff based on whatever that product is. There's certain things that other people aren't going to use. Well, and I feel like, because if it's a mystery box, couldn't that still just end up in somebody else's garbage? If you 100%. spend 20 bucks on a yeah. mystery box and it turns out to be something you have no interest in. And yeah. You can't, yeah. Like, feels like... Yeah, it's like, oh, great, a 20-pack of reading glasses. I'm not old. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that may be. Uh-huh. And if you can't re-gift it to someone else, then, yeah, the... The easiest thing versus trying to find someone else to donate it to is people just toss it. So Amazon's spending time in that, and that's nice. And then they've realized, yeah, like we're, we are the world's biggest contributor. Now also, let's, I mean, if you, that's not even addressing the cardboard situation or the packaging, that in itself. Yeah. But um, I love how they kind of slipped this. This quietly came down just a couple of days ago, but they've um, they've announced they're going to increase Prime. It's going to go up two bucks a month to nine ninety nine for Canadians. Now, this is on the heels of Americans getting hit with uh an annual increase, well, monthly, annually, depending on how you pay, you're still going to see a bump. Basically, twenty bucks a year more for Canadians. 
And so the fine print is existing Prime users. You'll see price go up starting on your next renewal after May 13th. But if you're an annual, you'll see the increase on your next renewal. So this also leans into the convo. Was it yesterday? I think yeah. very much, very likely yesterday where we've all acknowledged that whole like next day delivery has kind of quietly disappeared. Yeah, in a lot oh, of yeah. Things. yeah. And you know what, though? I'm OK with it. I think regardless, Amazon has become what it's become because we are also such giant consumers. And oh, I noticed man. that the second I got back from Brazil, I was like itching to order something off Amazon because I hadn't ordered anything in a month. Really? It is an addiction. Yeah, Yeah, because you just, you know, for some people it's retail therapy. For others, you know, you might just think, oh, like if I just get this, this, and this, it's the convenience of it. There's so many little factors that come into play, but I think we're all buying too much crap. Look at, you know, another giant polluter, fast fashion industry. Look at all the people doing $400 Shein hauls. There, I can almost guarantee you there is never a situation where you need $400 worth of Shein clothing when every piece of clothing there is like 6 to 10 bucks. 100%. I, I talked about it because I've been thrifting of late, uh, a little bit of late, and picked up some quality goods. Because I've reached my J. Crew Banana Republic years. Like I, I've just kind of come to terms with that. Uh, not pleated <laughs> pants, but you know, I, I, I live that life. Some very nice shirts. Now, I will mix in a new purchase here or there, something for longevity's sake. But, man, that that's a world that I didn't think enough about. And now when you go out and do it to find big brands at crazy low prices for a golf shirt, you pay $40 or $50 and you find yeah. it for $9. Yeah, for sure. A little bit of an eye opener. So maybe could we do a touch less Amazon in our life to help them not have to come up with some grand plan? Here's an idea. Shoot it up to outer space. But shoot it like far, far away. Shoot uh, it. No, I've seen Futurama. I don't want space garbage. No? Nope. Don't have like no. pass. Like back here. shoot it that it's mm-hmm. on a rocket that... Find its way back. Karma. No. <laughs> and the plastics company needs to stop. That like that blows my mind that we get rid of straws, yet you can still have all these companies with... Look at the next time you go to Costco and they have... Like avocados wrapped in a plastic package. There is, they have skin. <laughs> They're meant to be protected. Yeah, Mother yeah. Nature hasn't figured out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Transit is a problem, but yes, you, you're, you're right. Yeah, we we love. Well, and a lot of it is for the anti-theft setup too. So uh, there it is. A lot of things uh, surrounding the world of Amazon. But if uh, if you're a fan, like someone's oh. A mystery boxer. It had a rice cooker insert only, a single curtain that was two feet wide, and a puke green hoodie ended up in the trash. That's from Lauren. See. That's the problem. Donate it. Donate it. There's so many things that, well, maybe not just the one part of the rice cooker, but (laughs) yeah. I don't know. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Bye, station. Virgin Radio.